Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Loudmouth Podcast, the show about everything and nothing all at once. I'm your host with the small lips, Loudmouth. It's Madison Handler. Good morning. Happy Wednesday, everyone. Um, happy April. I haven't posted an episode yet in April, so happy April. Um, this year is absolutely flying by. I actually just came back from a little mini vacation with my roomies. Um, we went to Denver, Colorado, and we just hung out. We vi- visited my roommate Morgan's sibling up there, stayed with them, or not stayed with them, hung out with them for a little bit, and just kind of hung around. We went on a little mountain hike with the dog, but there was still snow on the ground, so it was definitely a little more difficult um, than we envisioned, but it was still really fun, and I was definitely, you know, under the influence, wink, wink, and... My roommate Michael kept talking about fucking mountain lions and bears coming up to us and I was getting paranoid Um, but we ended up walking for a little bit and then just sitting and enjoying nature Um, which sounds so funny to like say but you know we live in the city and sometimes we forget just how quiet things can really be when there is not constant hustle and bustle so that was really fun and our airbnb was so cute i'm gonna post a vlog um hopefully this week about it just a little mini vlog on my tiktok and instagram reels so keep your eyes peeled for that and you can see more of the fabulous views that we saw and everything but It was a really, really nice little staycation. I only checked my work email like once or twice and I really tried to, I was on Loudmouth Stories, but I really tried to not do any work and just kind of relax because especially with something creative like this, I feel like my creed, I tweeted about it yesterday or not yesterday, a couple days ago, but I feel like my creative juices haven't been flowing. And so having a nice break, getting some separation definitely helps to rejuvenate. And especially as a little tourist baby, um, I do love sitting out in nature and I do feel reconnected whenever I get to, like all the TikTok kids are saying, whenever I get to go touch grass and realize that, you know, the world is more than just the internet and social media and things like that. So I hope that you guys are getting the relaxing and rejuvenating energy that you need. Don't forget to give yourselves a break, um, especially just with everything that's going on in our world today. So I am super excited though for this episode because also just so excited because I get to talk to so many independent artists um, and it is so fun for me because I truly do love to know the process and I also love sharing these artists with you guys because these are people that I listen to that I've added to my playlist so to be able to share them with you guys say hey put this song on your playlist like I feel like I'm curating some vibes for you all so Um, Today we have Amber Ace with us and she just dropped her, well the reason I found her was through TikTok and it was because she was dropping her song Ordinary, which I guess wasn't just, it was back um, a couple of weeks ago, still relevant though, and she had caught my eye on TikTok and she was releasing a new song so I followed her and then whenever Ordinary came out I posted about it and she like reposted my story and then I was like, I'm going to shoot my shot and I'm going to ask her to be on the podcast. And of course she said yes. Well, not of course, but she did say yes. And so I'm so excited to be able to share her with you guys, share her story with you, um, share how she got the inspiration for this song because it's not where you may think it comes from. Um, 
and honestly just listening to her voice like I was editing this back through and I was like her voice is so soothing (laughs) throughout this whole thing and it's so beautiful it's like so soft and angelic so I really hope that you guys feel calm and relaxed by her and just enjoy her story and what she has to share because she's also a very funny gal so that's who we have on today more independent artists for you be ready to create a playlist called loudmouth recommendations because we have this we have lyric from a couple weeks ago as well dropping her song so just make sure you go down to the show notes and follow these artists follow amber and listen to her song ordinary and enjoy listening to how it got made and what it's about so yeah good how are you good well hi nice to meet you I'm sorry one second I'm getting myself together really quickly Um, are you in a closet (laughs) yeah amazing Um, I love that for now we're sitting on the floor in my closet and so love that for you I love that for you (laughs) I've been literally listening to your music all day today um that's yeah kind (laughs) yes um and I saw that ordinary hit over 10,000 streams which is so exciting so wild I've never gotten that much traction in like I usually I'm I get that much traction in like a year maybe not even (laughs) some songs I even released like four years ago haven't even hit 5,000 so like Mm -hmm. for me to get 10,000 in like under a week is kind of insane yeah that's only been four days I think it came out Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's only been five days. So yeah. And so wild I mean, to me. It, people have been putting it on their playlist. I love the reel in TikTok you did. Yeah. Of, um, <laughs> of like rating. Play- I'm going to yes. do a part two because there's so many more that I just discovered that I think are hilarious. Wait, so I put I'm you on one of mine. Oh but gosh. I don't think it's anything funny. So that's okay. no, there's one that is so funny. I forget <laughs> what it's called, but there was one that had me like cracking up today. Oh, it was songs to get executed too, and I thought that was so funny. (laughs) To get executed too, and I was like, you know what? That that would be a pretty positive execution. (laughs) Pretty nostalgic death, maybe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My name is Amber Ace. I am a singer songwriter from Boston, Massachusetts. Currently based in Nashville. My pronouns are she/her. That yeah. Yeah, that's me. And I found you through TikTok originally. Um, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cool. I use TikTok as like my new artist. Like, fine. I find so many artists on there and that's add them so to my cool. playlist immediately. Okay. Ordinary dropped on March Friday. 18th. Yes. Yes. Okay. It's so exciting. And this isn't your first song. You have plenty other songs out there. Yeah, for sure. Um, So when when did you first start kind of like getting into music? Well, I've been doing music for a while. Like I've always feel like music was always like part of me and part of like my life and who I was. Um, Like ever since I was a kid, I was like always singing and um, I would like write songs at recess with like my friends because I was not good at sports. (laughs) And um yeah i'm thinking about it now it's like that's so lame and embarrassing but like for who i am as a person right now that makes a lot of sense you know (laughs) makes total sense but yeah ever since i was like a kid like uh, i sang in church and all those things and i've always just 
like loved it and then in high school I kind of started taking it more serious and then I went to college where I went to school for music and majored in songwriting and in 2017 I released my first single and my first EP which was like really fun yeah I went to Berkeley College of Music what was it like studying songwriting in particular I personally for me I've always been more of like a lyricist and not really like a melodic person like melody is kind of hard for me to figure out sometimes um but lyrics are like always what I kind of gravitate towards first because I am I'm so wordy and I love words a lot so with songwriting with your songwriting classes you learned a lot of like like musical things like Mm -hmm. cadences and like different kinds of songs like there are like songs that are called like verse refrains where like the hook is like in the verse or verse chorus like things like song form and then there's like lyric writing classes where they kind of give you like a rhyming dictionary and they're like hey like this week you're supposed to write a song about this and (laughs) use this kind of technique when you use your lyrics and you're supposed to write a song about this or like you know like one of our assignments was like to write a rap you know what i mean and it was embarrassing but <laughs> it was i just am remembering what my rap was and good <laughs> lord in heaven i wish i could erase that from my memory i'm actually thinking about wow i wish that i never did that no seriously i think it was like a midterm or something so it was like important and so i was oh, like i no. can't just not do it like if I could go back in time and be like, don't, 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 don't do, do this one. My thing Girl. is I just black out every memory I've ever had. So then I, I just, know I wish I could do that. I wish I didn't think about everything I've ever did <laughs> over and over and over again. I wish but, I didn't know what ruminating was. I wish yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't wish know. I didn't know. I wish I didn't have the ability, you know? Okay. So you get into songwriting and have yeah. you always kind of wanted to write songs for yourself or for other people or what has kind of been your emphasis or does it really matter um I've always wanted to write for like myself I I don't know I've always felt like my I've always kind of been like it's kind of not selfish but I've always felt like I wanted to write for me because I feel like no one could really write what I wanted to say better than I Mm -hmm. could you know not like ability wise but like no one knows me better than me so I would like if I were to like get signed or something tomorrow, I feel like I would want to just like write my own stuff. And I feel like I'm fully capable of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then as I grew in as a writer, I think that I love like workshopping with other people and like collaborating with other people and kind mm-hmm. of pulling that out of people sometimes. Cause that's always really fruitful to like um, see the, like see, I don't know, to kind of help people move out of like their comfort zone as a writer sometimes yeah so i like i really enjoy like workshopping songs with people and things like that um or just like editing lyrics or stuff like that i just really enjoy that as well yeah so i'm not really opposed to collaboration yeah it's just easier especially when you're the one singing the music too to be able right. to sing what you have written and what you've right, experienced right, 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 right. yeah because you can put that emotion yeah because it's like my it's my life you know yes exactly yeah so whenever you said you dropped your first song I think in 2017 is what mm-hmm. you said so when what kind of made you decide that you were like okay I'm like I want to drive drop a song I want to do this and what how did you choose the song that you ended up dropping interesting Ooh, how did I end up 
dropping it. I mean, so I am a Christian, so I've always believed that like the Lord God kind of like gave me like the gift to like make music and to, um, and I've always felt like if I don't use this gift, then it'll be doing him a disservice because everyone is gifted with something. And if I don't use what I was made to do, then I don't know, that just kind of robs me of like yeah. experiencing something. And so I was like, oh, okay, I've been writing for years. And so I was like, I really want to put out like a project and I really want to put music out and I really want to like, cause I've been, I write all the time. Like I would be, yeah, I literally write all of the time, almost every day, like something. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I have all this music and I feel like I just need to put something out. Like I'm, I can't just sit on it forever. And 2017, I released my first single called Vegas. And that- I've listened to that one today. Really? I loved it. Yes. I yes. funny. I love, okay, Loki, I need to go back and listen to it. I think it's been five years since I released that song. So, or like five years almost to the date because I remember it was like March 17th or something. And I released it in college and it was about this, <laughs> but this boy I had a crush on. I, I, this boy I had a crush on since high school that I was like obsessed with. I don't think he knows that the song's about him, and I really <laughs> hope he never does. Now it's a secret. It wouldn't really secret. matter now, but it would be so funny. I don't want him to know. Good lord, that would be so embarrassing. Oh, so embarrassing. <laughs> like please not There's only like a couple people that know that I wrote songs about them, and okay. like we're cool. Well, we're I'm cool with one of them now, but like I think that. <laughs> It, yeah, it, it'd be like that sometimes, and <laughs> I do be like that sometimes. <laughs> so, like, it's it would be cool if he knew, but he'd be like, what are you talking about? And I'd be like, this is this weird. But anyway, yeah. Especially I in high Vegas. school, too, because you're like, hey, uh, I was like a child. It yeah. didn't matter. You know, I was just a child. I was just a kid. <laughs> but that's it. So, okay, did you write the song when you were in high school then and then just, like, release it later? Or did you kind of, it was it just like the ideas um i released it i released it in college and wrote it also Mm -hmm. in college as well okay okay um it was just reminiscing on it was like very much like i forget what year of college i was in but i was like i really like this guy still but then i realized (laughs) that it was just like i was just like and it was like i know literally nothing about this guy to this day i've been friends with him for years and i know nothing about him and i'm just like why did i even have a crush on you i was just so like infatuated by like this mystery of this dude was like this dude doesn't even talk so it's like (laughs) so insane that i even had a crush on him because he literally doesn't even speak to people (laughs) and you wrote a whole song about him you said i know but this, this song is mostly about like how I'm so like infatuated yes. with him and like, like, is it worth being infatuated anymore? You know, yes. that kind of Which thing. Which I'm right. sure everyone listening right now, it's like, oh yeah, I have that person. Oh yeah, I'll for do. sure. Everyone has had it. Whenever you're writing, a, what is your favorite part of that process? Like writing mm. and to a finished product of a song or. There's multiple moments that I love a lot. Like. If I, sometimes as an artist, like when you finish a song, you're like, ooh, yeah, that's good. That's a good song. But for me, I love beat. And so I love that moment where you're like, this, this is, this is something. Mm -hmm. And then um, my, my next thing that I love a lot is 
like if I'm in like the studio and stuff where I'm like hearing the song come to life and I'm if I'm like adding vocal production, I'm adding like guitar lines, I'm adding like cool stuff like that. I'm like, ooh, it's like really like coming together. And so um, I love being able to like be in the studio and like hear, just like hear all the pieces like come together. Because producers think so totally different than, or like people who are instrumentalists think so differently than like me, a songwriter. You mm -hmm. know, they like hear things, they hear like arrangements. And I think that is such a cool thing to witness as well. So, yeah it's wild it's such a it's a really cool thing to like witness and be like oh is that what you heard there like mm -hmm. i just heard this on guitar in my room like that's so cool that like you heard like this little synth here or like something like that so i really love hearing the songs that come to life in the studio yeah. and stuff so and it's a cool way to like this thing has been in your head or in your journal or wherever written out mm -hmm. and you played it on guitar and stuff but to see it like fully kind of blossom and let other people put their little elements into it too of what they heard I'm sure is so cool to listen to yeah it's really dope be able to sit in the room and do it all together mm -hmm. and um I love like that you brought up the fact that producers kind of hear it differently because I was right one of those questions I was going to ask is you know what do you want people to like get from your music so producers or you know, people beyond that after the song is already produced your audience, mm -hmm. like, what do you want them to feel? Um, I personally, people have always told me that like, my music is very like genuine to me or like very authentic to like who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I've always felt like my music was just like a piece of my diary, like a piece of like, you're reading my journal, basically. And, mm -hmm. um, it's a little dramatic in there. It's a little like heartfelt and all that stuff. But I think that um, for me, I've always wanted my music to say the things that people were afraid to. Mm -hmm. Like I think as artists, um, as an artist, like you're able to, to say what people feel that aren't able to say those things, you know? Mm -hmm. That's why music hits home for people. And that's why, um, that's why music is so powerful and is also able to like bring so many people together because everyone can relate to some part of your music. You know what I mean? So I've always wanted to like relate to people in that way and be like, Hey, like it's okay to like be vulnerable and like feel this thing. Like a lot of my songs are like sad, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And a lot of, <laughs> and a lot of, <laughs> a lot of my songs are sad except for ordinary, <laughs> which is insane because that's like, <laughs> Like, I'm, it's so off-brand for me. Like, me even putting out, like, I don't, I don't even relate to the song. Like, I, like, it didn't even happen to me, okay? And so, it's, it, I don't know. That's, I guess that's what I want, like, for all my music to, one, be authentic to me and be relatable to other people. Well. Yeah. And I think that that's what the whole point of, like, you sharing your story and making it kind of vulnerable, that's what that is, is allowing people to kind of be able to connect on those. And you said it so true. There are a lot of people, myself included, who could definitely have the same feelings that you may be having when you write one of these songs, but not know how to put it into words. So you said a little bit about how Ordinary wasn't even <laughs> written about you. So can you, <laughs> so can you get into a little oh, bit just about Ordinary specifically? And yes. Okay. <laughs> so there is this movie series called To All the Boys I've Loved Before. 
Okay. And yes. it is like my favorite little rom-com series. And I think it's such a cute movie. And I love that series because like, how old are you? Like, I'm 23. 23 okay cool yes. like i'm 25 yes. so like our generation of people like we didn't grow up in like an era where like we have like a rom-com that like defines like our generation like mm -hmm. people had like like before us they had like 13 going on 30 they had like how to lose a guy in 10 days like all those like you've got mail right like all 10 those, things i hate yeah. about you like the rom-com era like uh -huh. is over for us like we don't yes, get those anymore and us. so we don't get those we get anymore. traumatic shit. We get, we get all like the traumatic. Yes. We get like a rom-com, but like, ooh, the twist is like there's time travel or like yes. something. Or like that new movie with Sebastian Stan where he's like a cannibal. Have you seen yes. that? Yes. Dude, yes. like we're like, oh, this movie's cute. No, he's no. a cannibal. Right. I was watching To All the Boys I've Loved Before and there, there's the second movie where like they get the, the third love interest, right? Or mm -hmm. the second love interest and it's John Ambrose. And at the end of the movie, you know, Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky, they're broken up. And so she like starts kind of liking John Ambrose and then she and John Ambrose kiss and she's like, oh my God, I don't love you. And so <laughs> she like runs out and it starts snowing and she's like, I have to go find Peter Kavinsky. So then she's like about to leave and she opens the door and guess who's there? Peter Kavinsky standing in the snow and he's like, oh, I know you hate driving in the snow. And it's like so beautiful and so cute. And so I was watching that with my mom and my little sister and I was like, <laughs> This oh is my the God. cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I immediately wrote down, I hate the snow, but with you, it's confetti. Which is an iconic line. And so I was like, that is so beautiful. And so I have never really been... <laughs> I've never really been in like a healthy relationship. So when, Relatable. right. So like, but I've heard that when they're healthy, it's awesome. <laughs> I hear that when you have a healthy relationship, it's great. And that like, you can, you go to the grocery store and it's really cute and you just like love each other and it's awesome. And so I wrote down about how I wrote a song about how, like when you're with somebody you love, you know, things that are mundane or like ordinary, just aren't like I hate the snow but with you it's confetti like and I I was writing it I guess I was sad when I wrote it but the song itself is not you know I wrote it out okay. of like yeah having like a sense of longing for something that I really do want you know yes because sometimes I I like to pretend like you know how everyone has their like all men is trash face you know they're like oh, I hate yeah. men la 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 but like it's not true and so I definitely have like been like oh I hate men but like that's not true I know I don't like I know <laughs> and then like, you write this little love song and then I write like, this little oh, love song yeah, about yeah. how like I really do want to be in love so bad yeah. but like it's fine it's cool it's fine it's cool it's fine it's fine it's cool but I like that because you're able to find inspiration from anywhere and then when you do find the love someday you're gonna look back on this song and you'll be like wow I really I, did write a song about I, you kind of kind <laughs> you know of. but so I was looking through your TikTok a little bit obviously mm -hmm. and I saw that you were posting these things called car tests can you get into yes. it a little bit because I personally loved this idea so will you explain what a oh car test is? oh my gosh car tests are my my friend they told me the best way to test your music is to test it in the car and so every time i get a master anytime anywhere doesn't matter where i'm at doesn't matter what i'm doing i'm like can i listen to this in the car 
and will it, does it one does it sound good and two can i can i vibe in the car yeah to this song like i don't listen to my own music except for like in those <laughs> moments where i have to like go and listen to like a mix and so i'm like so that's where the car test comes from where i'm like can i does this sound good is everything layered correctly and also can I vibe to this? Like if I heard this on like my playlist, would I be vibing? Like, you know, mm -hmm. would that be like yes. a good thing? So that's what the car test is. Yeah. So to all and my I musicians out there that do the car test. Yeah. Which makes total sense because like when you're usually when you're in a car, you're trying to find a song to vibe to. So right. if you go and sit out in the car and you're like, oh, okay. My right. Music and I feel like mostly people listen to music when they drive. Like I don't think people we're always like on the go. So I feel mm. like the best place to listen is if you're like on a long drive or you're, you know, I don't know, like like on a long drive or on your way somewhere, you know, like Muting doing to errands, work, whatever. Yeah, yeah, those kinds of things. So I think that um, the car test is pretty important. I don't know if you know who Pablo the Don is on TikTok. Have you ever heard of I them? Do not. Okay. Well, they're um, a music and like culture critic or whatever. And they, I had them on my podcast last year and they told me that they, the way they critique song is listen in their headphones, listen in their house, like just like, you know, blaring it or whatever and testing it out in the car. So I thought that that was really cool that you listen to your demos in the car to see how they feel. Yes. Makes yes. Total sense. It's the best way. How has being mm -hmm. an independent artist been? Like what have kind of been your challenges or super or wins or whatever, however you want to identify that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> I like being indie because it gives me a lot of freedom to kind of like do whatever I want. You know, I don't have like someone being like, oh, you have this time to do this, this time to do that. You can't put that song out there. Um, we don't like this song, so you're going to have to do different songs, you know? Mm -hmm. And I like being able to pick whatever songs that I like and do whatever I want to do. Mm -hmm. um, and I like being smaller because I'm still able to, like, interact with fans and stuff and still I'm still able to, like, you know, like, do podcasts like this and I can do, like, you know... Yeah, I could still, yeah. like, be a person, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, There are, like, the cons to it, which is, like, I have to work a real job, you know? And I yeah. <laughs> also, like, have to, like, pay rent and, like, all those things. Not saying that bigger artists don't have to do those things, but I think me having, like, the – I it's just the financial security of, like, mm -hmm. having probably, like, a team or, like, a label backing me would be, like, very, very helpful. Yeah. Um, I also, as a independent artist, I have to do, like, everything myself basically and my manager my agent my publicist my social she's media a one manager. woman show i literally am a one woman show if you want to help me please do it because i'm stressed i have my own booking agent i'm i'm sick of it i can't can't keep doing this i mean i i do it but i need someone to do it for me for sure yes absolutely okay and loud mouthers you heard that if you're looking for a job I, I don't know if I could pay you, but if you want to be a, a good friend to me, right, <laughs> I, an internship, my God, because the way that I need an assistant or something, it's so crazy, but I don't know. I love being able to, I don't know. I think the best part of it, of it is like being able to like personally talk to um, people who listen to my music, you know, I yeah. think that's the best part.
Well, I saw that you did. Okay. First of all, I saw obviously the cover shoot for, or the cover of Ordinary is from your photo shoot in a gas station. Yes. Which is always fun. And you did your research. Oh my gosh. Good job. Oh yeah. You're a great interviewer. You like Thank found you. that. I was like, okay, cool. I posted that a Listen, couple months ago. Um, oh my gosh. I make sure to do my stalking. Don't worry. But <laughs> right, right, right. Um, yeah. I think I just have a lot. I just have like a lot of creative freedom right now, which is like mm-hmm. really cool. Cause, but then I also work with people who are very visual as well. Like my friend, like the people who did the video for me, they're bo- both photographers. So they know exactly like what to look for and like, a place you know Mm -hmm. for what's gonna be captivating visually and those kinds of things so fun to be able to create your own vision in the way that you want it to be put out um so I again saw on your TikTok that you had moved to Nashville was that this year or was that last year it was uh August of 2021 so I haven't even been here a year yet so so how has moving been (laughs) how is it I knew at the time when I wanted to move I've been well around this time oh my gosh sorry (laughs) I'm just thinking that was a year ago around this time last year (laughs) I got into like a ministry program at one of the churches out here that I loved a lot and but the thing is I really was looking for a way to get out of my parents house if I'm being honest because I was Uh there since I was forever like my Mm -hmm. whole life and so again just going back to my faith I was like God if you open this door for me to leave I'll leave but if you want me to stay then you know I'll stay and and figure Mm -hmm. my life out you know and I I got into that ministry school and I was like amazing and I knew I wanted to move to like a a music-oriented city for a really long time Mm -hmm. um I didn't know if I wanted to go to LA or Atlanta or like, you know, just like a spot where like music is like really thriving. A little more popping. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, in Massachusetts, we don't have stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And so I was going to move to LA after college, but then I realized that if I moved there, I'd probably like die or something. Um, and Bro, so, cause yeah. I hear LA is wild and LA is a little crazy. And so I was like, you know, I, I want to keep my sanity and yeah. who I am as a person. So maybe I should just not do that. Um, <laughs> And so then I was like, okay, Nashville seems like the spot. People are telling me that like pop music is on the come up. Everybody's moving there. So like, let's, let's try that spot. Yeah. And Nashville, I don't, I don't know if the city itself has done much for me mm-hmm. really, if I'm being honest, but I think that it's good to be in this spot because there's a bunch of venues here that matter. And there are a bunch of like, yeah, there are a bunch of venues here that matter. There are a bunch of people who are very collaborative like they're willing to like help and everyone's kind of doing the same thing so everyone wants to help each other um instead of kind of like being stingy with what you know resources they might have yeah which i feel like is a very la thing that's what i was just about to say yeah and so i personally am like i'm not like that at all and i really (laughs) don't have time for it so um yeah nashville is very collaborative and people are very very like yeah, they're very willing to help, whether they're a photographer, videographer, like and another artist. Like they're very, very um, cool about that kind of stuff. Stardom, you know, I think what has helped me the most legitimately has been like TikTok. <laughs> like, honestly, I mean, like, honestly, like I, I think TikTok really did kind of like just because that 
video kind of like went off, mm -hmm. which I didn't expect <laughs> at all. I'm being so serious. Like, I really didn't post it. I didn't even post with the intent. I don't think anyone intends on going viral. Yeah. But, I'm, but, like, but like, I really didn't think about it. I just uploaded it. It's and always those like, videos, too. I was like, just like, we're like, whoop. I was like, cool, whatever. And then I uploaded it. And then my sister was like, hey, did you know you're going viral on TikTok right now? And I was like, what are you talking about? I have my notifications muted on like every app because I hate when people talk to me. Don't talk to me. It legitimately please. gives me the ick when my phone like vibrates. I'm like, like oh, okay. literally, I'm like, why are you talking so much when there's so many people like, shut like, up. shut up, stop talking to me. Anyway, so then TikTok was like popping. And then I was like looking at my my pre-saves and my pre saves are like through the roof i've never seen that many pre-saves a day in my life and i was like what is going on i was like what's going on what's what's happening and then the other thing about tiktok is that it's such a machine that you have to like keep pumping out yes. content mm -hmm. and it's so like it's just so much sometimes but the thing that helped me the most was tiktok because a lot of people are hearing the song like i'm getting way more streams than i ever thought i i would you know um and so I don't know, like it's just been a, a wild time, like the last month almost, I think it was like, I think I posted it two weeks before the song came out. So it was like end of February. Wow. I think. Yeah, it was the end of February. And then all of a sudden people are like, I can't wait any longer for this. I'm like, what are you guys talking what? about? You're what do you here. mean? <laughs> I literally just put it like I literally had just submitted it to distribution like it was crazy, but yeah, I think the city is good for like venues and stuff like that. But I don't know if the city itself is like helping me yeah. yet. And I haven't met, I haven't been here too long for me to know, but I'm, I'm hoping that it will be more beneficial the more I live out here. So, yeah. And also just moving out of like your parents' space and getting into a yeah, new space. I just, I like being able to have my own space in a different place, you know? Yeah. I Which is amazing. And I that. love that your sister was watching your TikTok and was able to tell you that it was blowing up so that you I'm were right. aware. <laughs> um, I really wouldn't have been aware if she didn't say anything. Yeah, you would have just been like, doo, doo, doo. and then next time you I literally was TikTok, at lunch, you would have I was been at, like, I was like, why do I have 99 plus notifications on TikTok? I was like, well, I was looking at my phone like, why is it doing that? Like, <laughs> so many so, things i was like truly so did not expect to go viral which i is really didn't amazing and i love that it, again two weeks before you were dropping your song like what a perfect kind of time for that too right because the first two weeks before a release are usually the hardest because you mm -hmm. have to kind of get everybody to like listen and like get ready for it you know yeah but the, another great thing about tiktok and you were kind of talking earlier about like liking being um independent artist because you're able to connect with your fans more but tiktok yeah. is like such a great place for that because people can just take your sound and make all these videos right yeah yeah and even if it's not directly being like oh stream ordinary it's like people are still right getting right. to know your song through that right which is so wild like i remember like the sound like popped off a little bit and then i clicked on it and there were almost 500 videos made of that sound and i was like that is so crazy yeah what does that I feel like what is that feeling i literally am like what are you guys doing yeah. 
it's just me. Like, I'm, <laughs> or people are like, I love this song. It, it gives me so much serotonin. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, 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 you know, it, it's really cool, but it's also like super overwhelming. I'm like, well, people like, like it, which is like so dope. And like something like, I've always thought like my music would like pop off in like such a, like a small scale, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, I wouldn't see the numbers that I see now for a while, um, especially still being indie, especially like not having a team or like any of those things. Like I, really didn't see any of this coming i didn't really think and also i think it i don't know i think it it shows that the music speaks for itself Mm -hmm. you know yeah um that i don't have to do so many things to or be like gimmicky or do any of those things because the music will speak and if that many people like it then then that's pretty great honestly if they like it just by hearing it yeah and what you're talking about earlier, being able to relate to people like that literally shows yeah. you right there. 500 pi- people were like, I'm able to relate to this song in some way, shape yeah. or form. It's so wild. Very wild. Yeah. <laughs> like, insane. I'm so know, like kind of soaking people, it in a little 10, bit. 10,000 people have listened to your song. Like that's. Which is wild to me. That's crazy. I'm like, what do you mean? That's so many people. Yeah. That's and so it's many. so hard because you look at it on like a screen and you're like, okay, 10,000. And then you're like, wait, like 10,000, 10, like imagine 10,000 people, Isn't but crazy. Yeah. It's, it's been very, very helpful. Um, I do want to shout out my PR team though. Well, I paid them money to do it for me because I love them, <laughs> <laughs> but my PR people, they're evergreen entertainment. They helped so much with 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 PR and getting it on a couple playlists that were pretty cool. That's so um, I definitely want to credit them for yeah. like, their help in, in their, yeah. in their well, that's, aid in that as well. <laughs> yes, of course. Okay, so last little bits of que- questions here, but I kind of realized I didn't really ask you this, but what inspires your music or what um, do you look for in your personal life to inspire you to write songs in um, mm. other artists or other people in your life? any inspiration oh my gosh what inspires me it could be anything honestly um it could be a movie you know like I just said it could be a movie (laughs) but most of the things usually come from like my own it's usually like (laughs) it's usually like a boy who made me sad or something (laughs) you know or like I'm going through something a little tough like I have this song coming out soon I don't know when it's called pity party and it oh. basically talks about how, like, I got, my, my car got totaled, and it just made me so sad. And it just made me, I was just like, I feel like a failure. I have a bad job. I am living with my parents. Or, like, if you hear, like, Better Without Me, Better Without Me mm-hmm. came from me creeping on my my ex-boyfriend on his yes. Instagram. Because he's married, you know? And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm single. <Stop> <laughs> I was just sad, you know, and yeah. it usually comes from me being sad about something that is like happening to me or something that like happened in like a moment. Um, so, yeah, it usually is very, very personal. But I know these are the things that I feel are all things people have felt, but again, mm-hmm. aren't able to say, 
you know, or, or like, ah, oh, like, I don't like, especially like when you creep on your ex-boyfriend that like feels so like shameful and people feel like so guilty about it. Cause they're just like, ah, oh, like, why do I even care? And it's not like you care about them. It's just like, sometimes you just get curious. You're just yeah. like, what are you doing now? Cause you uh -huh. know, like, when you're like around someone for so long and you talk to somebody every single day and then all of a sudden you don't talk to them anymore. And then you're like, what is your life? Like, who are you as a person? I do and, that all the time with people I used to be friends with too. I'm yeah, like, I'm like, what's who going are on? you? <laughs> like, who are you now? You know? And so like, they're usually like personal things that have happened to me mm -hmm. or like things that I feel like are going to happen sometimes. Okay. I like write from what would happen. There's this one song I wrote that's going to be on like my album. It's called Happy. And it was about how... Um, this is like me soft launching my album, I guess. I like, know. I was like, okay, just going to yeah, slightly put that in there. Slightly but... put that in there. But I don't have a, a date yet, but it'll be out this year for sure. But so you have to follow her to be a part of that. Yeah. So you do have to follow me to know when my album's coming out. But my friend, this is so funny because they're not even like dating now. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> but like my really close friend, I had a crush on him. And he started dating this girl I didn't like. And so I was like, they could get married and that would make me sad. So I just wrote a song about like okay. watching my best friend get married to this girl I don't like and how I wanted to be happy for him, but I just wasn't, you know, because that's how yeah. I felt in the moment. But they broke up. So it's not like it even matters. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. But it is helpful because sometimes your mind does make up those scenarios, you know? Right. So Right, because that would suck so bad. I'm like, that would suck so bad if I had to watch them get married. I'm like, but I want to be happy for him, so I have to get over this now. And the way that yep. I needed to get over it was like writing that song. Exactly. So, Processing the feelings yeah. out. And I'm sure yes. there's someone out here where that actually did happen to them. So. Probably happened. Stay tuned for happy in the future. Stay that's tuned for a pretty good one. Stay tuned for happy. So. I do have to say that I, when I was listening to your music these past a um, couple days and everything that pen was probably one of my favorites i oh, thank you have like listened to that over and over again i literally oh know my the gosh words. thank you so um, much so oh i just wanted to say gosh, that as my so own little awesome. fangirl moment that i have been that obsessed is with that so song. sweet yes. thank you thank you of course thank you. Oh yes gosh. is there anything else you want to add i just have one last question but is there anything that we didn't get to that you want to say um obviously besides you know where to follow you and listen to your music but um, I think we said almost everything. Okay. So. Then we're going to end it on my question of what are you loud about? Obviously my show is mm. called loud mouth. Um, so we talk about anything you're passionate about and I'm so loud about literally everything. Like the dumbest things make me like upset. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. The other day I actually rented about this on my Instagram. <laughs> so I need everybody who drives the Tesla to be a better oh driver. Gosh, wait, like, I saw this story. Why? Why? There is no reason for someone with a Tesla to be a bad driver. It's a robot car. Why? Why? What? Why do you suck at driving? Isn't this car supposed to be smart? Like, why are you every Don't time? they drive themselves? Every, they drive themselves. But, like, I think you're kind of still in control a little bit or oh, something. okay, okay. Like, Every time I'm, every time there's a bad driver, it's always a freaking Tesla or a freaking beat up Honda Civic, and I'm <laughs> sick of it. And in the South, 
I've never seen this anywhere else. In the South, people drive busted cars. They just drive them. <laughs> like, their bumpers are falling off. They're dented. They have no, like, windshield. And they still drive the car. Yeah. <laughs> like, do they, where do they do that at? Like, why are y'all drive? Like, are y'all not seeing the car? Do you <laughs> see this car? How is it drivable? Do you you don't pass inspection? Why are you still able to drive the car? Nashville drivers are yeah. the worst on the planet. I don't, know I don't think I've ever driven in Nashville. Nashville, so absolutely not. Don't come. Don't drive okay. here. It's they're don't the worst. It's terrible. It's terrible. terrible. But the Midwest definitely okay. has those people that drive cars that are absolutely the most torn up you'll ever see. Right. And you're like, is that gonna Why? fly off at me? Am I gonna be hurt in the process of this? <laughs> exactly. It's wild. Well, maybe one day you'll write a song about um, Teslas and how they're bad drivers. <laughs> how all the drivers I will are bad. write a, be like, why do you suck at driving? <laughs> it's perfect. Okay. So tell us, Amber, where we can find you, where we can listen to your songs, what we should listen to, everything like that. Give them the whole spiel. Amazing. Okay. My name is Amber Ace. Um, you can find me on instagram and twitter at amber underscore ace a-i-s and then on tiktok you can find me at amber ace just one word a-m-b-e-r-a-i-s you can find me on spotify apple music title all of the things napster if you're into that (laughs) all of those things at amber ace that is me follow me um listen to my music keep Listen to Ordinary. Yes. Listen to Ordinary and keep Woo! yourself updated on any shows I might be having. Yeah. Kinds of things. So. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much, Amber, for being on today. No I appreciate it. Um, I hope we can get your, or I hope we can get Ordinary to 20,000 streams. Oh my gosh. I say we do it. I say we, I say we do that. I, I say, say that, that happens soon. Okay. Yes. All right. Awesome. Let's do Putting it. Putting it out awesome. there. <laughs> yes. All Amazing. right. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay, I will. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. All righty, you guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to Amber talk about Ordinary and talk about her experience as an independent artist and all things like that. Make sure you go down to the show notes. Go listen to Ordinary. Go follow Amber. Add it to your playlist and all of those things. And I hope you enjoy a little rom-com um soon because after listening to this episode and editing it back I was like uh I really want to watch a rom-com right now so make sure that (laughs) I don't know what I was gonna say make sure you go watch a rom-com just go listen to the song ordinary and feel all the feelings and go follow Amber you can also follow me at loudmouthpod on Instagram on Twitter it's at loudmouth underscore pod and all of those things I'll have them linked in the show notes leave a review of this podcast if you liked it if you have any artists or any tiktokers or anyone that you want to hear how they got to be where they are now send them over to me and I will send them an email and try and get them on the show um or if you have any suggestions for what you want to hear let me know go to my Instagram DM me whatever you want to do Um, But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you guys for being loudmouthers. I love you all. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.